Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives, and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life, you're in the right place. Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO, and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 14 of the Level Up with Katie B podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I am just super pumped to get into today's episode because, well, we have just, Marina Lovas and I have just come out the back of an incredible weekend at our in-person workshop retreat in Perth, Western Australia, Soul Alchemy. We spent two days with the most incredible woman teaching and guiding and supporting these incredible humans through learning and understanding new techniques with tarot, astrology, and human design. So it has been the most incredible weekend, and I'm so grateful that we were able to do it. You know, it's crazy. I think we spend so much of our time online at the moment, and, you know, especially since COVID, you kind of just get used to it, and it's easy, right? Like, it's so easy to flick on your computer, dial into Zoom, kick around in your PJs, and get in amongst, like, really incredible training, meet new people, do all that sort of stuff, which is so cool, but there's something really special about being in the same room, sharing the energy with incredible like-minded humans. And just, I think the connection is different. Hey, I, it's hard to explain, but there is definitely a, a, there's more depth to the level of connection that you're able to achieve in in in-person events. So yeah, I just feel really grateful that we are able to do that now. God, isn't it crazy what you you kind of take for granted and then... (laughs) It gets taken away from you and you're like, oh, shit. So, yeah, very chuffed to have been able to hang out with these women over the weekend. And Marina and I are already, like, we're buzzing. So we're already just, you know, talking about how we can tweak things, change things a little bit and make it even bigger, better and more accessible to more people in the future. So, yeah. If you're listening and you came to Soul Alchemy, thank you so much. We really just had such a fabulous time with you guys there. And if you missed out, keep an eye on Marina and I's socials because I have no doubt that there will be more in-person offerings coming up. So today's episode is really, well, really going back to basics. And the reason for this is because I think I maybe take for granted how much people know about human design and whether they even know like why it's so helpful and what the sort of core elements of human design are. And so what I'm going to be doing over the coming months is doing a episode for each of the five human design energy types. So we're going to explore energy type, which is the entry point to your human design chart. So when you're first getting into human design, 
the first thing you're going to look at is what energy type you are. And that gives you a really beautiful understanding of your overarching energy, your core energetic role within the collective. So there are five human design energy types, like I said, and each has a unique role. And when we allow ourselves to honor that role, we start experiencing less resistance and more flow in our life. Like (laughs) who doesn't want that? (laughs) This is why I love human design so much because it really is like the ultimate life hack. So by understanding and supporting others to honor their unique energetic role, we also allow them to do the same. So within the five different energy types, we each have beautiful energetic roles and individually we're amazing when we come together and allow each other to bloom and flourish and and lean into our energetic gifts, we make an incredibly cohesive, powerful community thriving both on an individual and a collective level. So over the coming weeks, as I said, I'm going to be doing a specific episode for each of the five human design energy types. I'm going to be sharing with you how you know what energy type you are, what each of the energy type strategies and possible authorities are, and then just some of the really common areas of conditioning and the really easy ways or yeah, the really easy ways for you to step into your power and maximize your energy for your particular energy type. So if you are really new to human design, the five energy types are manifester, generator, manifesting generator, projector, and reflector. Manifestors are the initiators. They are the spark of creative fire and the catalyst for bringing things into form. They're the beginning of the creative manifestation process. Generators are the action takers. They are the vessels for workforce energy. So they're going to take manifestor energy. The idea is that in the the concept of as a collective, the generators are going to take the spark of initial creative energy and turn that into action. So they're the vessels for workforce energy. Manifesting generators are a combination of manifester and generator, and they have the ability to sort of initiate on a lesser scale to manifestors and also have access to that sustainable workforce energy as generators. So manifesting generators are also the kind of action takers. There are slight differences between generators and manifesting generators, but ultimately, if you have generator in your name, (laughs) you're a generator type. Projectors are the guides that give us the correcting energy and they support the collective in becoming more efficient, more streamlined, upgrading, doing things in a better way. And reflectors are the clarifiers. They reflect back to us, back to individuals and communities if we are living up to our full potential. So that's just a broad overview of how the five energy types are designed to work together. And there's something really important to understand is that energy types are not supposed to be really prescriptive and reductive. Any any single energy type, so if you are a manifester, you can still have the ability to turn things into 3D reality like generators do. There is some nuances 
essentially your energy type shows you how you're designed to create efficiently, how you're designed to exchange energy with the world around you in a way that promotes ease and flow. But understanding your energy type helps you understand yeah, how your aura is designed to interact with the universe and the collective. But that doesn't mean that if you are a generator that you can't manifest or if you're a reflector, you don't, you can't do work. Like it's not, (laughs) it's not that prescriptive. So over the coming weeks, I'm going to dive into each of the energy types. And today I am going to start with introducing you to a manifester. So manifestors, make up 10% of the population. So when you're looking at your human design chart, and don't forget you can download your human design chart from the show notes or from my Instagram link in bio, from my website. But you know when you've downloaded your chart, when you look at it, or if you're looking at the chart of your friends, your loved ones, you know you're a manifester when you have a defined throat but no defined sacral. And you've either got the solar plexus center, your spleen center, or your ego connected to the throat. You'll have a direct channel. You'll have a channel connecting one of those energy centers to your throat. And that's how you'll know that you are a manifester. So yeah, 10% of the population are manifestors and your special source, what makes you so incredible is that you are the spark that creates transformation by giving direction to energy. Manifestors are here to create new molds, not (laughs) fit into any box that has been made for anyone else. You guys are the visionaries and the catalyst for change. So Definitely here to initiate the rest of us into some sort of action, whether it be generators and manifesting generators into workforce action or projectors into correcting energy or reflectors into providing feedback. You come into your power, manifestors, you really step into your power when you learn to flow with your inspiration and also embrace rest as an essential part of how you own your power. So yes, we're going to dive into this a little bit more uh, later on in the episode, but some energy types are known as energy beings and some are not, and manifestors are not. And what that means is that your relationship to a normal nine to five workday essentially is going to be completely different to the, uh, the energy beings. So Manifestors work best with shorter sort of work bursts and rest is a really, really vital part of how you're designed to be your most powerful and most bright, sparkly, shiny selves. Each energy type comes with what's known as its strategy and strategy is how we're designed to attract opportunities and synchronicities. Manifestor's strategy is to follow your urge and inform. What that means is you will feel an internal pull forward towards stuff. That's your urge. When you're a positive sort of, yes, I want to go and invest my time, energy, and resources in this feeling is when you follow your urge, follow that internal pull towards something. This is the language of the universe speaking through you. 
encouraging you to move forward by taking aligned action. And then you use your authority to understand what the next aligned step is. So your authority in human design, just to remind everyone, is how you're designed to make aligned decisions. And there is seven different authorities. If you're a manifester, the possible authorities that you could have are emotional, splenic, or ego. When you download your human design chart from my link in the show notes, you can click on your authority and it will take you to a little video to just give you a bit more understanding about how to work with your unique authority. So whereas strategy is, there's one strategy for each energy type, authority, there can be a number of different options for each energy type. So the other part of your strategy as a manifester is to initiate others into action, right? And you do that by informing. So actually speaking and saying out loud what it is that you're doing is a really vital part of your strategy and how you attract opportunities and synchronicities. So the idea is that as a manifester, when you feel that energetic pull, when you feel that internal pull towards something, that positive feeling that you really want to, you know, invest your time and energy into something, then you tell people what you're up to. And the reason for that is that they can jump on board. They can, the, the generators, the mangens, the projectors and the reflectors can then Come on board and support you in bringing those visions to life or not. You know, it it really actually doesn't matter as a manifester. Your job is more about following your urges and informing and trusting that the right people will be attracted to you at the right time. The right opportunities will come to you at the right time. But leaning into that, like getting really used to activating your throat energy center is really vital for manifestors. In human design, we also have something called the signature theme. And so every energy type is paired with a signature theme. And for manifestors, that's peace. And so you know you're in flow, you know you're living in accordance with your human design when you have the overarching energy of peace in your life. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're high vibe all day, every day. It's just a really beautiful, calm energy, a feeling of connectedness, knowing that you're moving towards your vision and also attracting the right people to support you. So often with manifestors, this the signature theme, it's when you are given, you've given yourself the freedom of following your urges and you're also really like working that throat energy center. And then the opposite of the signature theme is your not self. And I always think of the not self as, you know, it's like the little the little dude sitting on your shoulder, tapping you on the shoulder, letting you know when you're not in alignment, letting you know when you're not living in accordance with your, your human design. So for manifestors, you, the not self theme is anger. And this will often come when Manifestors are dimming to fit in, trying to convince other people of their power as well. So yeah, there's kind of two sides of that coin, making yourself uh, feel really small because manifestors have big energy, right? It's like very polarizing energy and that can be over time, that can be something that manifestors don't necessarily feel comfortable 
sharing with anybody and everyone. So one of the areas of conditioning that we're going to talk about a bit later is dimming to fit in. Over time, that can have this really, really mm, impactful it can be really impactful on the way that you show up in life and that can give you that visceral not self theme of anger. And then on the flip side of that, trying to convince other people of your power. So manifestors are just naturally very powerful people. Like that's just their energy. And when they feel like they have to convince other people of that power, that can be, that's a really good way to spark (laughs) that not self theme of anger. Not feeling safe to inform, so not feeling safe to share, not feeling safe to speak their truth. These are really fast ways for the not self theme of anger to sort of pop up for manifestors. And the key here is to like get cozy with your not self theme because that is one of our best flipping guides to show us when we are or are not living in accordance with our design. And like, remember, the, the reason we want to live in accordance with our human design is because it makes life easier. <laughs> so the not-self theme is a really incredible tool to just bring to your awareness whether you are living in accordance with your design. And if you're not, then to give you a little heads up to start course correcting, start embodying your strategy and authority and embodying your human design. So manifestors, when you are in your power, you are really, well, you're the only energy type that can initiate. So what that means is when you feel an urge, that energetic pull towards investing your time, energy, and resources into any opportunity, creation, or relationship, you can start creating a plan to then take aligned action. So whereas the other energy types have to wait for some sort of external catalyst, you just get to start making a plan to take aligned action or just take aligned action. But the trick here is knowing that you do not have to bring the whole vision to life yourself. So you can start the creative process, start the aligned action, and then really make sure that you're informing so that people that are going to support you in bringing your vision to life, living your best life, are going to jump on board. So you've got to start talking about your vision, sharing your dreams, sharing your plans and ideas. And the more that you inform, the more people will be drawn to you. So I guess one of the big things for manifestors is to not try to bring your entire vision to life all by yourself all the time. Or another thing for manifestors is not trying to Do it all yourself before the timing is right. So the idea with manifestors is that you follow your urge, you inform, and in that process, you attract the people to support you. And if the people aren't coming in to support you, it's just that you have, you know, that energetic sort of exchange hasn't been with the right people yet. And so continuing to talk about it, to create that vision, to follow that urge is going to align you with the right timing. Just avoid the, I guess, avoid the temptation to try and push it uphill a little bit to make a vision come to life from zero to a hundred, from from uh, the spark of initial creative idea to full completion of the manifestation process. So use your connection to your authority and your natural rest and creation cycle to know 
when that timing is. It's also really beneficial for manifestors to cultivate an environment of delegation in your life. Yep. (laughs) Share the load, baby. That is going to be a really beautiful way for you manifestors to step into your power. As a manifester, owning your space, not being afraid to take up space and also trusting that inherent power that you have is really vital. So being a trailblazer means, which is what you are, manifestors are the trailblazers, here to have new creative ways of seeing and doing things. It means pushing boundaries and doing shit that not everyone agrees with. So people are going to notice you. It is impossible for a manifester to walk into the room and not be noticed. And that's for a reason. Your polarizing aura is sieving out the people that are meant to support and uplift you and letting the others fall through the holes. So when you're in your power, you'll feel confident letting the people and opportunities not meant for you fall through the gaps. Being really comfortable with this and surrounding yourself with people who help you feel bold enough to be your most expansive version is the most expeditious way for you to manifest with ease. The other thing about being a manifester and a beautiful way for you to step into your power is really getting used to sharing your thoughts and ideas with not not so much attachment to the outcome and the responses you get. Informing and using your throat energy center is really a key to moving energy through your body. When you create an environment of open communication, your energy will flow more easily. You might even notice that your creative juices flow with more ease. And so it's really important that as a manifester, you get used to opening up and and sharing your urges, talking about what it is that you're doing. That's a vital part of how you attract opportunities and synchronicities. Each energy type also, from my experience and yeah, just working with human sign over the last couple of years, there are some really common sort of challenges and shadow expressions that each of the five human design energy types experience and we all experience these from just being human like growing up in a (laughs) world with people who've all got their own emotional baggage and having that shape and mold us as we grow up societal conditioning as well as parental and you know all the conditioning is what kind of means that sometimes Despite knowing our power, despite knowing or feeling an inherent understanding of our energetic power, we don't always express it. So some common challenges and shadow expressions for manifestors. Uh, First of all, if you don't have the freedom to create and be empowered in your day-to-day by doing what you want when you want, so essentially following your urges, if that if that ability to follow your urge is kind of stifled, you can start feeling like you're being suffocated. It can constrict your creative flow and over time just really mean that you lose touch with that creative power that you have. So if you notice that this kind of, if you're a manifester and this sounds relevant to you, 
Wherever you can, just try and create structures that allow you to flow with your inspiration and rest when you need to. Your cycles of inspiration are like pulses. So the key is to enjoy it while it's on and chill out when it's off. And I know that this can be easier said than done for a manifester, especially if you're working in a regular Monday to Friday, nine to five. But what I would ask is, is there any scope for flexibility in your day? You know, sometimes we just need to be a little bit creative about how we operate inside the structures that we have in our life, whether that be talking to your boss, um, making sure your time outside of work is not completely scheduled to a T so that you can have some sort of freedom to follow your urges, follow your creative desires. Let it be fluid and just see where you end up. So another common challenge for manifestors is feeling exhausted from just really trying to keep up from the energy beings, the generators and the manifesting generators. So this can be pretty tricky because 70% of the population are generator types. So you are surrounded by people who can work. You know, if if generators and manifesting generators are living their design, they have access to sustainable workforce energy. But they their energy is their relationship to workforce energy is completely different to yours. And learning to embrace that is one of the challenges for manifestors. Ultimately, if you trick yourself into thinking you have to push through your rest cycle. The result is that you're not as powerful as a creator as you could be. So you end up leaking and wasting energy that could be spent on pursuing things that are more in alignment for you. And that's what we're trying to do with human design, right? Is like spend most of our energy on things that are, are in alignment with our energy type, with our energetic blueprint. So another really common sort of shadow aspect or challenge for manifestors is not feeling confident or safe to inform. So this is really that beautiful relationship with your throat energy center being constricted. So, you know, many manifestors have got a lifetime of experiences of people just fucking stifling them, like trying to keep them in a box because that big energy, those big ideas they make other people concerned. <laughs> they make the other energy types worry, um, and especially if they don't share your vision. So, you know, I always think about if you've got kids as manifestors or when, when you were a child as a manifester and maybe you had, um, you know, loved going on adventures, you know, and wanted to go and seek and explore, but to your parents, that wasn't safe or to your caregivers, that wasn't a safe thing to do. And so, you know, you learn to not tell people what you're doing because when you do tell people, everyone's got an opinion about whether it's right for you, whether it's safe for you. And so over time, that has the effect of making manifestors, it's shaping, it's conditioning you to be like, well, I'm not going to tell people what I'm doing. Those fuckers going to try and stop me doing it. And so really part of the beautiful deconditioning process of a manifester is learning to open up, learning to start trusting that you can share what you're doing and knowing that not everyone's going to support you and that's okay. So it's really a two kind of 
step process of first opening up, really opening up the flow of your throat energy center, and then also knowing that it's totally fine if people don't like what you're doing. Like that's absolutely fine because the right people will be drawn to you at the right time. So if you feel like you have trouble or resistance around informing, doing some energetic, somatic and unconscious work to heal that sort of your throat energy center will be really life-changing in terms of stepping into your power as a manifester. And you can also start doing easy sort of day-to-day exercises like challenging yourself to share just even just one thing each day that you might have in the past kept yourself for fear of other people's reactions. So as you do that, you can start building evidence that it's safe for you to share. And and the idea is that you'll keep track then of when opportunities and synchronicities start dropping in so that you're building your own evidence through your own human design experiment. So that is it for manifestors today. That is a broad sort of overview of what it means to be a manifester, how your energy works, some common shadow aspects and what it looks like when you're in your power. Manifestors, you guys are incredible and we all need you to be, you know, like taking up space in the world. And the more you are able to really lean into that, let yourself have that, the more we are all going to be better off. We're all going to be continuing to evolve. The wider community is really going to be, we will get stagnant. We will get stuck if it wasn't for manifestors and their incredible trailblazer energy. So I've got so much love for my incredible manifestor friends, family, and clients. And most of them have got, um, you know, quite a bit of, a bit of, deconditioning around that throat energy center, learning to take up space by sharing their thoughts and and kind of breaking the molds, breaking any boxes that have been made to through conditioning to hold them hold them hostage or feels like it's held them hostage. So yes, manifestors, if you learn nothing else from me, please just know that we love that polarizing energy. And even if, you know, not everyone's going to get on board every urge, everything that you inform, the right people will. So keep sharing that. Please keep sharing that. All right, team. Well, that is it from me this week. I am going to be diving into generator energy types in a fortnight's time. Next week, I've got an incredible interview uh, with, oh, I'm not going to give away the details too much, but just a really beautiful, beautiful episode for any animal lovers out there. You are going to love this episode. So definitely tune in next week. And until next time, just take care of yourself. Stay safe, keep milking the shit out of life, and don't forget, you can uh, definitely leave a review that's always a really positive way for more people to find the podcast. Maybe if you have got a manifest a friend, you might like to share this episode with them to help them get started understanding their energy type, help them get started on their own human design experiment. Yes, you know where to find me at Level Up with Katie B on Instagram, and I will catch you in the next episode.